my figures all, it still goes in, that song, hey? It really does, especially on a Friday. Let's talk entertainment. What's happened this week in terms of our entertainment news? Let's get an update with Rifue Litsua, entertainment and lifestyle commentator and bestie extraordinaire. How are you today? My darling, darling bestie, good morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm your darling today. I love these words that I get. You've always been my darling, my too. <laughs> I know, but you change yes. them, so I, I get great ones all the time. So I love, <laughs> I love today's one. I always love them. <laughs> How have you been this week? Yeah, what is this? You're hectic. You're I've been really good. I've been really good. I've been really good. A very interesting week. Um, I don't know how things go right now because, hey, who are we talking entertainment or are we talking other things? <laughs> you know, it's in general. In general, like under G. You know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes, again, there's a saying that I think life is a stage. And, you know, in every performance or a script, there's elements of comedy, tragedy, a bit of horror, a bit of romance. So it's, it's a mixed masala, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Talking about life being a stage, some actors here, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, that's our first story. So they're talking yeah. about their love story and how they feel they are not going to split up again now that they have been absolutely. back together. Tell us more. Absolutely. You know what? Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are just, I feel like they... They are a testament that, you know, love, love, love conquers all. You know, they were together for, when they started together when they were young. And uh, Jennifer Mm-mm. was basically... Uh, what is young, though? Because... Young. That <laughs> is young. Sure. That is young. It's young. It's yeah, young. Wait a minute. It's Jennifer young. Lopez is 52 at the moment. Yes, but when... They, yes, she's 52. But when they started dating... So she like was in her 40s. Days, no. Was it, 40, years, was it more than 10 years ago? It's been a while. He's 49 anyway, and he, he, she's 52. So there must have been 42 no, and 39. That's, that's no, old. No, it was younger, man. Because she says she feels like when they met, they were very, they were pretty young. That's what she said in her, one of her videos. Okay, but I guess so it's, it's what you feel. You know, like you say, yes, age is, is just a number. I also mm. thought maybe they were in their 40s. But I realized that their children, remember now, they're, they're 13-year-old children, they're 12-year-old children, so I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, she was saying, <laughs> you know what, she, she was reflecting on their love. Remember they met and it didn't work out, we thought they were a couple girls, and she said that one of the reasons why um, they broke up um, prematurely was because of the pressure that was coming from, you know, being the spotlight from the public, so it killed them internally you know mm. they were still trying to navigate yeah we are celebrities here this is new love and then you know uh society fame actually got um in between all of that you know they grew they have children now they got married to different people they got children now they divorced all the people so she's like i feel like we've learned from all of that this love is forever because we have fixed what broke us up you know and i think a lot of relationships don't work out because People don't Outside acknowledge what actually, yes, yeah. they don't they what broke it in the first place. So she's been very, they've actually been very honest about it to say, you know what? And like, we let outside forces corrupt us within. You know, you're trying to be the it couple, glitter and glamour, and you guys are not focusing on each other. You're focusing on what do people want to see us do as yeah. Jennifer and uh, Ben. So she was saying, this love is forever. 
I don't see us breaking up. That's, That's awesome for them. Saying. And as mm-hmm. you were mentioning that uh, she's had a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old. So yes. she was she went on to marry singer Mark, Mark Anthony. Anthony yeah. And then yes. he went, Ben Affleck, to marry uh, Jennifer Garn and they had mm-hmm. three kids of their own. So yeah, do you think that this yeah. same thing would apply to those relationships? Because they didn't work out, that, that there was outside pressure and criticism and uh, too much surveillance on their relationship? Mm-hmm. I think, you know what, um, if we can learn, if they can learn or anyone can learn from these lessons, they should be okay as long as they were honest with the fact that this is what actually broke us. Because I think a lot of the times people not 100% honest to say, also, even me, I had this role to play in this relationship. But she's not saying, Nati, we did one, two, three, four, five, mm. you know, personally. I know it's like she doesn't have to get personal with us, but she didn't. I feel like, okay, as much as you're saying it's outside forces, but I don't think your, you guys' relationship was perfect. You know, yeah. it wasn't uh, written in the stars, the storybook, Cinderella meets her prince. They also had um, my issues, you know, but I, I'm very glad that they, they seem to be happier. You know, they, I think also the, the growing up has actually made them sober, you know, their parents now. Um, so I also feel like, you know what, this, I could, I do believe this could be forever or foreverish or forever until TBC, you know. So, so the first time we are to be seen, <laughs> exactly. Because, yeah, I mean, it's 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 public figures, and they are in the public scrutiny, and and uh, there's so many other relationships that I guess crumble as a result of what they, uh, they are as, uh, attributing their first breakup to. But they were engaged the first time around. Do you think that's going to happen this time around, Bestie? I see it happening. Um, I'll tell you why. Oh, Jennifer Lopez reminds me of Haley Berry. You know how Haley Berry, Haley Berry loves, love, 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 love. You know, mm. she'll be with someone. Three months later, she's engaged. So I get the sense that OJ Lo is very much about. I feel like this is right. Let's do it because she really she keeps saying that she feels like this is right. Because remember, before they started dating again, they became friends. You know, but I hear that even after they broke up the first time, they kept in contact. So they hadn't completely yes. cut. The communication wasn't like, yeah, we act, act in my soul, very celebrant. It wasn't anything like that. You know, they'd meet up for coffee. And I really believe that constant communication, basically, you know, kept that, that door open of, well, one day is one day to go proper kind mm-hmm. of vibe. So <laughs> I really, I feel like it, one day, one day. But I really feel like, you know what, um, they'll probably, we'll probably hear that they are engaged, or maybe they've already. You don't know, because, you know, sometimes people do things together, and then we only find out via the rumor mill. And, like, CSI is saying, hey, I want to have a shut deal. You know what I'm saying? secure the the deal. But she is, uh, so, so what do you think she did with the, that engagement ring? And, and, and first of all, she's got so many rings. She's a Kimberly, that one with all the diamonds that she has. Uh, and I wonder what, what happens. Do you, does she sell them? Does she keep all these rings that she's yeah. had from the different engagements and marriages? Uh-huh. There was a time, this is my fear, this is my fear. I think she either gives them to charity, right? Um, gives them to other people, returns them. But there was a time where I think, do you remember that the Malazan class, that thing? I think it was 2040 or 20, I'm not sure. And she did a, a music video challenge, which was on the beach, wearing white, and she had like a mink coat on, and she was throwing expensive jewelry in the sand. Maybe one of the rings fell there for some <laughs> of the jewelry. <laughs> but that was before <laughs> all these engagements. and mar- Okay, well, it was after the first marriage. No, no, marriage. when she did a challenge, yes. When she did, the, I oh, think she okay. did a challenge. Oh, yes, I recently see. recently did a challenge when the, the, the Love Don't Cost a Thing um, 
was had an anniversary and she oh. she, she, she wanted to and I, there was a lot of um backlash from society saying but we're in the middle of a pandemic you want us to go to the beach risk our lives and throw expensive jewelry that we don't have you know so i think she probably threw it there and some lucky bystander was like and like look at this get diamond you know what, what do you think should happen bestie <laughs> then if somebody was engaged or married before what should mm. they do with their ring once they've moved on what we would you do let me say what would you do yeah <laughs> I would give it back, Bestie, or trade it off for something nice. Why are you giving it back? It's yours. It is, but also, what does that ring symbolize? For me, it's, I'm very, I don't know, I'm sentimental about these things. So, for me, I feel like if I look at this ring as much as um, it may may remind me of the time that I met this person, we were happy, yeah, yeah, homonati, you know, but if I constantly see it, I might even resent it and be angry. I don't know. It depends on why we broke up. I'd either take it back, honestly, or like you said, the pawn shop, and then get myself something nice, you know, something, depending. But I, it's either that or it's going to be something nice for me. And be like, you know, this is still my ring, like you said. So it just depends on what is my, where am I at mentally? Am I wanting to get some new um, red bottoms or do I need you know, what do I want to do with that money? Or do I just want to give it back and throw it in the face? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and these rings for the celebrities, they do cost a bit. I mean, they have quite a, an amount of money, so they don't just play around when it comes to the diamonds. So it would be worth so much for a celebrity, those rings. It could even just be an installment on a car or something. Like or they, or they, they, they sell it and they use the money for charity if they really feel yes. like they don't want to keep the yes. ring. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, let's stay with the international news. There's a, an American actor by the name of Okwafina, and mm-hmm. uh, she took a hiatus from Twitter for about two years. She's back now, and she's responding to some backlash there. So she's mm-hmm. an actress and a rapper and a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's got a Chinese-American father and a Korean mother. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. used uh, African-American vernacular English, and people are not happy with that. She's using something that is not naturally, I guess, her native in in terms yes. of background. But tell us more. Okay, so um, just to give a bit of context, um, she's actually in the movie, the Marvel movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's, um, I think people, she's a friend of the main star that people know who he's speaking about. Okay, Miguel is a comedian. She's a funny girl. You know, she raps that side. She tries to sing. So people on Twitter, on the streets, you know, Twitter will come for you, Bessie. Uh-huh. They don't care who you are. They will come. They will find you and say, hey, we activate or activate that account. They want to speak to you. You know, <laughs> so she was saying, and guys, I'm getting a lot of ble- I'm sorry, uh, backlash because of my accent. And people are saying, I'm putting on um, a black accent to, to, to make money from it. You know, um... Yeah. And this is not the case. And then she started speaking about um, she, that's not the kind of person she is because, you know, she was influenced by where she lived at the time, um, the friends that she had. So she didn't even realize that she had a black accent, you know, and she still feels like it's not a black accent. And she apologized to people. She's like, guys, I am sorry if uh, you feel hurry. I have a black accent. Uh, I, this is how I talk. Uh because of my musical influence, my friends. Basically, she was saying she grew up in the hood. Um, so, and she was always interested. She was, 
in different cultures. So she was just saying, guys, this is not the truth. I don't know why you're saying cultural inappropriation. It's not because this is how I speak. I don't choose my accent. But people are like, but you, you, you overemphasize this accent to mm. make money, to make jokes. So people feel like you're mocking um, this accent. Because why is it sometimes your accent is like, you know, a normal accent or whatever we deem a And I also feel like is. as much as we can't say there is a black accent, there are accents mm. that are associated with certain cultures. We know this. I yeah, mean, it's, it's the reality yeah, of life. Yeah. And we are going to mm, speak differently mm. coming from different parts of the world. But certain accents, accents are uh, attributed to African and African-American culture. So mm-hmm. she has to be honest mm-hmm. about that. Yes, yeah, she has. And I don't think she... Look, it sounded like she was sincere, Bessie. Um, but I don't know. Because I, I then went back to, to watch e Shanghai Chi. Okay. I was like, let me watch this, this movie again. I was like, okay. I could kind of pick up that. She's got like... Um, a blessed accent, you know those, um, those, uh, those um, African American gonna be missing. Yeah, you know those got turn up, turn up, turn up. With a twang, she has a twang. With a twang, and I'm like, okay, is this because of the character? So she does have it, and some of her comedy, she does have that twang vibe. But you know what? Um, she's actually deactivated her account. She was like, she's gonna meet us in two more years because. This place is toxic. So, so people were really toxic. rough on her. But also, I mean, she is a comedian, and, and comedians do this, where they, they will mimic certain accents and, and they when they touch on the different time. people and places that they've visited or have seen or heard about. Uh-huh. Uh, do you think Twitter was too rough on her? I just feel like Twitter in a double standard. Mm. When certain people are, mm. uh, you know, playing around with different accents or doing different things. Oh, my God, I love how versatile she is. She's got range. And then so-and-so doesn't. No, 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 this is cultural inappropriation. She needs to be canceled. So that's, that's my thing. Um, and I think she really responded well in issuing the apology, you know, and saying, I am willing to learn. Please educate me. You know, if I've done something wrong, Come and educate, but I will be removing myself from um, Twitter because she feels like this is the kind of uh, social media or social media platform that will make you sick and want to make you depressed and all of that. So she was like, "I need to take care of my mental health, and this is not good for me." Yeah, good you know, for her. If you yes, and I really applaud her for that. And she's like, "If you're really a fan, you catch me in the streets. We'll have a conversation. You know, I'm always open to that." But as for me and a Twitter, I'm gone. I'm not in those streets. You'll not find me in the Twitter streets. That's what she was saying. Really. Yeah. And I guess maybe what touched people was that it's not just the accent, but it's the actual vernacular English that she was using. Mm. That is African-American. Mm. So it's the, the language as well there. But, I mean, yeah. she did acknowledge the socio-political context of the issue. And, and, again, as you say, there are double standards. So, I don't know. I'm 50-50 on this one because Trevor Noah has done the That's Mexican the accent. No one said, uh, who are you? No, she, He's done Indian accents. He's Ooh. done the Irish accents. No one said, he's, he's you've never been white and, and Irish. He's so. done every accent mm. that you can think of. Basically. It's very interesting, this Twitter life. Let's take a short break and we'll continue and then we'll come home. We talk local is lekker. Talking to our Bresti extraordinaire, known as entertainment and lifestyle commentator, Ifue Litsua. This is SAFM Sound Awake, 10 minutes. Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. Let's talk local now. Doctor, uh, DJ Spoo, rather. I saw D and I thought doctor. <laughs> DJ Spoo, he's, well, he's almost kind of being a doctor here by telling us yeah, what we need to do life. to live better. <laughs> 
So he's react. Um, Mzansi is reacting to him uh, saying that we need to hug trees because there's a therapeutic oh. uh, thing to this. Tell us more. Yeah, I'm married. Like being a human being can be extreme, especially in the public eye. So DJ Fu, um on his social media posted a video of him hugging a tree and speaking about how this can align you mentally, spiritually, and just uh, as a human being, it connects you back to the elements of the earth. He's like, you know what, um, just a two to three minute hug of a tree, it, it really rejuvenates you. So it sends out the happy hormones, right? Mm. And he was just saying, you know, he's been doing it for a while. He's been walking around uh, barefoot just to connect to self, you know. And some people were like, um, what's happening? You know, like he's got his dreadlocks now, like his dreadlocks are like, like out there. And he's got his beard going on. And people are like, what is happening? Are we, is he losing his mind? You know, um, why is he telling us to hug trees? And others were like, actually, this is, it, it, it is scientific. Mm. You know, it's like when people, because I, I have green fingers. So I, I speak to my plants and the garden. And nice. I can see a difference because energy, you know, like plants, as much as they don't speak, but they, I believe that there is there is some form of energy in life that comes from them, and they do receive that that good energy you give us. Like you know, sometimes wake up, good morning, guys, then water them, and then you see them blooming and all of that. So I think that's what he was trying to say is like, guys, just take a moment mm. to breathe because you know, life, the fast pace, the base, you know, constantly on the fast lane, and we really take time to just acknowledge God's grandeur and say. You know what, have I noticed the bark of the tree? So that he was literally just saying, Usa, then, find your then in this mess of a world. So uh, it was really met with uh, mixed emotions. It wonderful, yes, I do it sometimes. And then you get people saying, I, I think Khotman has lost his mind. I love what it happened? because I think it, it also links to our quote for today. First of mm. all, uh, you must join us for planting the seeds then on Tuesday and our agricultural feature, <laughs> like you're telling I'll us now. But he's I'll also talking there. about walking barefoot on the ground and the green grass. These mm. are not completely new concepts. So for no, those who are not. naysayers, why do you think they are? I think people are naysayers because sometimes people don't know enough about um, these things. Because like you said, this thing, I know I do yoga. So a lot of the times in yoga, they will tell us to, they'll encourage us to walk barefoot, you know. Um, yeah. Take time and in our to, wellness corner, we've chatted about this our, and, and exactly, the therapeutic corner, effects it has on the mind and the body and the soul. Yes. Yeah. So even with children that have disabilities um, or any conditions, they would actually say to parents, you know what, um, take her out, take him out to the garden, let him touch the trees, let him do that. So I think a lot of people sometimes associate things like this with a certain reason, say, but we as a certain race aren't really accustomed to hugging trees. I think sometimes it's that way, but we don't do that as a certain way. Well, the people are like, but what's wrong with nature? Just because it doesn't speak the way you understand, there is life in it, you know. This is all part of a beautiful ecosystem. So for me, I think people met it with uh, what is going on. Gandhi, it's like even with ancient healing, I mean, even Bruce Lee, I mean, people that really love Bruce Lee, he also did things like that, walking, he did Tai Chi, he walked barefoot, he would listen to, uh, what is it called, the wind and the trees, you know, like how the trees will, uh, the leaves of the trees would like kind of make a, a rustling sound. Mm. So it, it's not, uh, it, it's not 
mumbo jumbo. Actually, because I really believe people use these things in therapy of healing people. So I think I like that there were open-minded people to say, "What man? Let me try it and see what it does for me." It wasn't like ha ha ha, you've lost your mind completely. No, it's like. Thank you for the advice kind of vibe. So I'm glad for people that are actually open-minded to say, yeah. let's try it before we knock it, you know? <laughs> and I mean, as we, as you say, there's scientific uh, backing to this because uh, the hugging of a tree is a therapeutic mm-hmm. method that's used to increase levels of oxytocin. And that's the hormone that helps us feel calm and happier. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, walking barefoot as well, your feet touching yeah. the green grass does the same thing. Do you think the fact that it's him saying it, because he's a businessman, he's quite respected, he's uh, right. somebody who's seen as uh, the never-say-die type of guy, him saying it is extremely relevant, and also the timing? Oh, that's a... I think it's twofold. Um, so people will... I hope I'm understanding your question. You're saying it makes because of who he is. I mean, he's, he's, what he stands yeah, for. He's yeah, a businessman. Yeah. He's known to be somebody who's a hustler mm-hmm. who took, mm-hmm. I don't want to say nothing to something, but, you know, his story was he's, he built I himself from the ground up. Yeah, and then the I timing mean. of it also in the time where we're all trying to get to a mm-hmm. spiritual awakening part of things after COVID right. or during COVID still. Right. Yeah. So I think it, it, his role or who he is definitely plays a, a it, it really is like a madness. People will take him seriously because of, I guess, Arena, he, he, he's learned a lot of things from life, you know, from the street. So I think people will actually say, hmm, maybe I should look at this. And you're right, people are still looking for some form of healing, some form of peace. I mean, if you look at people's statuses, WhatsApp statuses, or on whatever social media platform there is, people are looking for that hope that, you know, I want to start feeling normal again. I want to connect to myself. So I think it really does um, have a big pull because of who he is, where people are like, you know what, let's be honest, we all need some form of a hug, even if it's from a tree, we need the healing, you know, and, and we still as a, as a country, as a, as a global um, village or who we are as a people, we're still put, getting our head around this pandemic. You know, I know we've been in this pandemic for a while now, but still, it still doesn't feel... We're still human beings. We still want that connection. We still want to to be checked on. So I think that it really does have a, we're going to listen to this, mm. you know, and see. Because there were so many people mocking it. I was, I was expecting more people to be like, yay, you know. But more people are like, you know, let's try it. Um, let's find out then again. Because it's important to find your friend. Yeah, I'm all for it. Thing. And DJ Spool, join us in our wellness corner up. Uh, coming here on Sound Awake. Great stuff. Prince KB, now let's talk about him. He is saying he's on a a drive to make sure that this narrative of opening the industry and and making sure that new talent is unearthed is top of the agenda. What is he doing with nightclubs? We're still keeping with the DJs because it's a Friday. (laughs) Oh, Prince KB (laughs) was basically saying that, you know what, um, nightclubs slash taverns should actually take on a responsibility because they the responsibility of unearthing new talent because they have that uh pull and power to say you know what maybe every single friday we'll we'll put on three new djs mm-hmm. um just to get them out there because he says that we can't just wait for the music industry at large like um certain entities of the music uh industry to give uh new up-and-coming artists, but let's also use what we have. So he's he's doing a drive for about uh, six months, 
Okay. Where every he's partnered with a certain uh, nightclub, so every second uh, Friday mm-hmm. evening he puts on I think three artists. It doesn't matter which genre you can be a gospel artist, just anyone that really feels like you know what I I want to shot, and he puts them on, and you know, and he helps for that time groom them, and then I believe that that, that artist or those artists will be streamed on. Um, the YouTube, the the live social media of that uh, particular nightclub. So he feels like, you know what, this this is his way of giving back. And I believe that he's putting together, or he's already started putting together, a young album of these up-and-coming musicians, the ones that he's like, you know what, now you've got a lot of potential, let me put you in. So basically what Prince KB is saying, he's opening up the industry, he's making the circle bigger, you know what I'm saying? So he's and taking I the role really, of promoter, is he going to get paid for this? Look, the, the artists are going to get paid. They're going to get um, money. I'm, you'll probably also get money, I think. But he's made sure that these artists are going to be getting payment. It's not going to be like, oh, so the media's are exposure. But it's also like, you know what? Here's something just to encourage you and to also um, help. I think that sometimes up-and-coming artists, um, there's a... What I, I, what I observe, a lot of them, they do just want a chance and they forget yeah. that they are a brand. You know, you also need to get a payment for what you do. You can't always be playing at these 10 years with Lala Mahala, no business. So yeah. And also, also show up them. ready. Show up ready yeah, so people take you seriously. Ready. And you don't waste Absolutely. time. And you do get, get paid for your work. Get your technical together, yes. Know your music, get your technical writer together. Yeah. You know, even the way you look. You can't just Absolutely. walk up and write to your tenga mazimba or ama queen. No, you must look like that product that you believe you are. So that's what he is doing. I'm really proud of him to say, you know what, yeah. let's give other kids a chance. That's great. And There's it's great that he also grooms them before they go on air. I mean, on, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. On set. What What is it? In on that club? Yeah, yeah, before on they set, go on set. On set on, yeah, and then I was going to ask also, how do we... I was going to yeah. also ask, how do we know them? And you're saying they get streamed live then on the yeah. uh, YouTube channel. And then do they also get announced on the nightclub? Because people listening might they think do, it's just another uh, DJ. No, no, they get announced. They awesome. get announced. I get them out because they, it's now a thing at this um, nightclub. It's a thing that hey, this is this, every second Friday. Is, I don't know what they call it. I forgot what they call it, but they do announce... Um, Bissy and Bissy on the stage, yeah! The mm. powerful girls, so they do that <laughs> announcement thing, B and B on the stage. That actually sounds nice. Maybe that could be our stage name, Bestie. Uh, no, I like Think to sleep. It. I don't like nightclubs. I'm sorry, Bestie. You, you do a recording of, of my we'll hyping, recording. you. Yeah. So you so play, you <laughs> play the music. I'll, I'll record me <laughs> hyping you, being like you know a DJ Khaled for you. But I need you. you to dance also, because I've seen your dance moves and they look. So I feel like I need you to be there with me. I mean, it's not every single Friday, just one time when we do. We're, we're coordinated with our outfits. Yes. So okay, so on. this is what we're gonna do. We'll do a hybrid <laughs> DJ set. How about that? I'll be at home, <laughs> streaming in live, and you'll be there live. Uh, playing no, we need to do it together. Okay, I, it's, it's, to, it's called... Yes, yes. No, but we can do that in, in a hybrid way. Virtually, I'll be. You'll be oh there physically. <laughs> no, no. We're going to be live. No. <laughs> uh, but uh, Bestie, I do believe it's called Project Hope, this Yes, this yes, movement. that is the name. So yes. great, great stuff. Yancila, that is the name. Absolutely. Let's, let's end on Oskido at 53 years of age. He's going back to school, uh, back to the University yes. of Pretoria. He's enrolled in a management course, a short course. Amazing stuff. Uh, uh. You know, I just, you know, I love education and I love when 
people are constantly re and what's it was re it reinventing yes that's what I'm saying reinventing themselves you know he was saying he took a lovely picture where he's sitting at you know those like just we used to have at school the wooden ones and so he's sitting there and he's surrounded by his classmates well it looks like some of the classmates didn't know he was taking a picture and he was saying actually these are my classmates guys and he was saying. I have decided to do this five-month uh, management course mm. because I feel like it's, it's important for me because I need to stay with the times as well. You know, he's like, you're never too old to to learn. So he's like, no, for um, the five-month course, he's going to be going to the class once, I think, I believe, once a month he goes to class. And um, they've got um, assignments they need to um, hand over. And he's honestly saying to people, guys, don't be like, hey, I'm too old for school. There is no such thing. Because he says this will enrich me and enrich those um, that are around me. And, you know, like his uh, peers were like, and in those days, Bandrina was like, you know, hot mind, this is gold. Thank you for showing the young people the importance of education. You know, so there were people, um, Cass was like, you know, hot mind, we need this. We need this. We need to be reminded. So a lot of people were like, uh, Aman, nice one, hot mind, nice one. So I'm very proud of him. You nice. know, I'm very proud of him. And, I mean, Oskido is a legend. Imagine having a classmate like Oskido. I mean, I'll be group assignments. Oskido, I, I volunteer. I'm in your group. I would <laughs> say that but I'll try to learn as much as I can from him because um, I really believe Oskido has been through the school of life. He's such a, a, he's a nugget. He's not a nugget. He's a magnet of wisdom. That's what I'm looking for. Magnet of wisdom. He and he not afraid that, I mean, to I, keep reinventing he's himself. Not That's awesome. He's, he's, and he's really reinventing awesome. himself in this way now. That's Perfect. quite impactful exactly. in terms of messaging. As you say, it's never too late to learn. Mm-hmm. We love it's it. Never, I like stuff. Like, we love it. We love it. And this actually reminds me, I don't know if you saw um, a story about, um, I think she, she's in her 90s. Um, I think she's from one of the African countries. She's actually gone back to primary school. I was just, I just thought that oh, was I think the I most saw beautiful. That, yes. Yes, and she was in her green and white uniform. And I just thought that this is the most beautiful thing where as much as you are in your 90s, you're like, I still want to learn how to read and write. I don't know what her circumstances are, but for me, it's so beautiful that, you know what, I'm going back to grade one. I want to learn how to write my name. You know, I want to be able to read. And for me, these are just stories that really encourage you to say, you know what, you're never too old to turn your life around, to try again, to keep getting up and not be like, oh, I'm too old for this. I mean, 90-something, you know, too old. I mean, really, she's like, mm. I'm in my school room. She had a lunch day with it. It was just the most beautiful thing wow. ever. Okay. And I mean, over and above basic education, the world is changing rapidly anyway. We need to always keep up to tabs in terms of what's happening. So uh-huh. we have to be open to, to learning. Uh-huh. Whether you do it formally or informally, it's just one of those things in life. While you are alive, you don't stop. Yeah. You don't. You don't stop learning. Perfect. I love okay. it. Okay, let's leave it on that note today on this Friday. Thanks always for bracing us with your amazing Beautiful. energy. I feel like uh, you've got that energy of DJ Oskido and uh, DJ Swoo and DJ. Give me the hey, it was actually about the DJs today. <laughs> huh? We're talking about the DJs. It was. I, I really wanted to. And DJ Prince KB. Yes, I really wanted to bring that nice DJ up because sometimes, you know, DJs, some DJs have just got a baddish reputation. I was like, you know what, let's 
bring a nice spotlight about DJs, not just about who jive, about, you know, but also they're doing other things in their lives. But so I want to ask, am I able to do a young shout-out to one of our fans that's always listening? Yes. In? Am I able to do, like, a quick shout-out? Okay, so he is listening in. Just a quick shout-out to Nkosana. Nkosana is listening, always commenting and saying, you know what, sound awake, we love you. So just a young shout-out to say, please keep the energy alive and keep being the beautiful person you are. Thank, Thank you, you. And that's from Nkosana there, huh? Woo! Thank you for <laughs> Entertainment and Lifestyle Commentator. Have a great one, Bestie. Love you too. Bye. All right.